0: Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the How to Girl podcast. As always, I'm your host, Eliana, and I'm super excited you're here. I'm super excited to be here myself. Today, we're going to be talking about how to be okay with the in between seasons of our lives and how the odd jobs matter in the overall bigger picture of our careers. I feel like a lot of us are working jobs right now that don't necessarily align with what we'd like to do long-term or honestly, they have nothing really to do with our interests, but we need a job because we need to make money because, you know, treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? Those are the vibes. Anyways, I kind of want to talk about that because I'm currently in that transitional season of my life and I have been for the last few months. So I definitely just want to speak about it because it's been something I've struggled with. And so I don't know. Y'all always know I like to keep it real here on the podcast, share some relatable moments and stories with y'all. So yeah, that's what we're doing today. But before we get into that, y'all already know I like to share a little life update with you guys. Keeps me connected or really it's just you guys listening to me and it's free therapy, um, either one. But life update since we last talked. I was bummed I had to miss last week's episode. I ended up being really sick all last weekend. And I don't even know what I had, honestly. I feel like it was probably just a head cold, like on crack. (laughs) But yeah, they ended up sending me home from work early last Friday because of how sick I was. And I just slept that entire weekend. I think one of the days I slept for like 12 hours straight. And then when I woke up, I instantly felt better, which like, I know like your body typically like repairs itself while you're sleeping. So I guess that makes sense. But that's how it's always been for me. Like I will sleep an unusual amount of time whenever I'm like sick. And then within like two, three days of just like straight sleeping, I wake up and I'm fine. I'm not sure if anyone else is like this, but I feel like that's how my body always recovers. And it actually has me thinking though, whenever I become a parent one day, like how am I gonna get better? Because I'm either gonna have to like either A be super fortunate and have like a nanny or a babysitter, or I pray that my husband will be a fabulous and wonderful husband and will step up and just let me sleep so I can recover. Or I'm gonna have to find a different way of, you know, feeling better. I don't know. I'm hoping it's like I have a great husband and I have a nanny, but time will tell. Getting back on track here, yeah, those are the vibes. I was sick, so I had to miss last week's episode. I was bummed about that, but I am excited to be back and recording with you guys. Another life update is I've started working full-time at my job. It was not intentional at all. I don't even really know how I got roped into this lifestyle, but here I am. I originally was hired on to come into work from 1 to 6 and then it turned into 11 to 6 and here I am now going in earlier than 11. So I don't really know how that happened along the way. It just did. And I've tried to reframe the way I'm viewing a 9 to 5 lifestyle. I say this because it's not that I'm afraid of hard work or even you know, working long hours, it's more like I'm somebody who very much prioritizes living a balanced life. And I feel like sometimes in nine to five settings and in workplaces, like that element is missing. And I can't speak for all companies, but I can just speak for the companies i worked before. It seems like my other coworkers who worked full time, like they didn't really have that element in their job. They just were always working. And that's not for me. <laughs> Like I don't like I'll do my job and I'll put it on my best, but I'm not gonna not have a life outside of my job. I just won't. I refuse to live my life that way. Anyways, with that being said, I think that's why I've been a little resistant to working a full-time job and even stepping into the nine to five culture, just because, you know, I don't want that for myself. I wanna live a very balanced life and just do my thing in that way. Anywho, but like I said don't know when or how, but along the way I got wrapped up in this. So here I am working full-time. So now that I'm working a full-time job, I've now had to re-establish a new morning routine for myself. And like I said, we're only three weeks out here, so we're still defining what that will look like. Before I can even make these changes in my routine, I realized that I was going to have to shift the way I was viewing a nine-to-five and how I felt about it because obviously from what I just said, I don't necessarily have the most positive outlook on working full-time. So for me, I've had to kind of just coach myself and talk myself through as looking at this time in my life right now as an opportunity. For example, and this is something I'm also using for myself, but this can apply to you as well if you're in a similar boat, but Working full time means that we're making more money. And when we make more money, we can therefore invest and buy more material items that we either really wanted or we put off for a while, or, you know, you can save it for a bigger goal. For example, for me, something that is a goal of mine is I'd really like to move into my own studio by the end of this year. I live with my mom right now and I love my family and I'm so grateful that I have a place to stay. With that being said, though, I haven't really had my own space in like over a year. You know, I've always been living in other people's houses since I moved out of my college house and I really miss having that home and that security and just like that also that creative ability to just do what I want with my space and, you know, be on my own terms. So that's something that's been really motivating me in terms of working as much as I have been. Now, I don't know if anyone else is like this, but I'm currently in a position where I'm working a job full time that I'm already pretty familiar with on, you know, how to do that job really well. Meaning like I'm not learning new information or having to learn a new company or anything because, you know, I've been working here for a little bit. So with that being said, I feel like I'm in a great position because although I am working full time, I have a lot more energy to put towards learning how to build new routines in this work setting versus having to put my energy into that and having to learn a whole new workplace. So for me, I'm really trying to adopt the mindset of, okay, you are in a far better position right now than what you could be in because I'm already in a job that I feel comfortable with. So therefore I can put more energy into learning how to maximize my time in this work structure. Also, I'm able to put more energy into learning how to build a new routine for myself and integrate my daily habits into this routine since most likely I will be working in a full-time setting for the foreseeable future. Anyways, I feel like the people who can relate to this are in a far better position because I feel like it's a lot easier to learn how to establish a new routine for yourself than it would be if you were starting a new job and starting working full-time at the same time. Like I feel like that's a lot more challenging and stressful to have to learn both of those things at the same time. So I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but for me... I'm somebody who likes to try everything, so I've worked so many random, odd jobs, in my opinion, and I find them odd just because they don't really have anything to do with my long-term career aspirations. I feel like a lot of the jobs I've worked at different times in my life were just based off my interests or out of convenience because I didn't have a car for five years, so some of the places I worked were out of convenience of me walking or biking there not the point though. The point is, even if I did have a car, I think I would have worked multiple jobs the way I did just because, you know, I like to try a bit of everything. And the other day I was driving to work and I was just thinking, I was like, man, like, I feel like I've worked so many jobs that are so irrelevant to what I'd like to do long-term in my career. And then I was like, well, at the same time though, like there's so many great Transferable skills I've taken with me from working these jobs. And I really feel like it's made me a well rounded worker in that way. And honestly, I had a moment of gratitude because I was like, although some of these jobs I've worked really have nothing to do with what I'm going to do long term, or at least what I think I'm going to do, I am able to take so many skills from these jobs. You know, like for example, Me being a nanny in California last year, you know, like I'd never even been a nanny before working that job. I literally took that job because I didn't want to move back to the suburbs with my parents after I graduated. And I just, I don't know, I like kids. So I was like, fuck it, let's go to California. Like it was just like a perfect opportunity the way it all planned out. Anyways, but through that job, I learned how to multitask very well and i feel like that's a great skill that i now carry in with me into other jobs and even you know now working in the infant room i am juggling multiple things at once while also caring for like multiple babies at the same time and i don't like i think that would have been something i would learn but i don't think i'd even be working in the job i am now if i hadn't nannied and if i hadn't experienced those trials throughout that time in my life So anyways, if you can relate to this, I just kind of want to share the message that the odd jobs really do count. They really do matter in the larger picture of your career because although that job at that restaurant or that retail store doesn't really seem like it's relevant now, you'll most likely have a moment in the future where you're going to look back at that time in your life and you're going to be like, wow, like I maybe hated that job, but here's the things I took from it. And for me, I even personally relate to that. I've had jobs where coworkers were really mean to me and I wasn't able to stand up for myself or set workplace boundaries. And through those jobs, I've learned how to speak up and I've learned how to set boundaries in a healthy and respectful way in a workplace. You know, I've also worked jobs where I've been fired and I've learned those lessons from those jobs. And I'm grateful for those experiences and trials because they really did contribute to my overall growth as a young professional. So, I just want to encourage anybody who is working a job that they don't necessarily like, or, you know, maybe like your job, but you're just like, this literally does not serve me in the long run, and it doesn't serve any of my career aspirations. Like, I just want to encourage you to reframe the way you are viewing this season of your life right now. You know, if you're working a job that you hate, And let's say maybe you can't leave the shop or you're trying to, but you're not really having any luck or it's just a slow process. Like I get it. You know, something you could do is enhance your circumstances. I talked about this on a previous episode where I'd been working in the toddler room for a few weeks and it was just very overstimulated and I really didn't enjoy it. So whenever I do have to work in that room, I will just create an environment that you know,' just it makes it a bit more enjoyable. So I like to crack a window because I really enjoy fresh air, and I think it's also beneficial to me and the kids. And I'll also throw on some live tiny desk sessions in the back. like obviously, it's age appropriate, but the point is I'm putting on music that makes me feel good and that I like and that I know is appropriate for work. And those are just like two small things that you know, they don't necessarily solve my problems, but they enhance my time while I'm there. And, you know, that's something that's really important is just to make the most out of your circumstances for what they are. Because you could wish and, you know, focus on what you don't have. But what that does is that ultimately keeps you in a space of lack and fear. And you can't necessarily attract and gravitate towards things that bring you joy and abundance and gratitude because what you focus on grows. So if you're focusing on how much you hate your job, and how much you hate your circumstances. like You're going to keep yourself in that vibrational energy, if that makes sense. And this doesn't mean you have to participate in toxic positivity. I absolutely think it's very important that you acknowledge and validate yourself for the circumstances and how you feel. But the difference and the point I'm trying to make is you can acknowledge and validate that You don't like your job, you don't like your circumstances, you don't feel like this is in alignment with your career path, but you could also follow that with, but with that being said, I am taking action to move myself out of this energy. And even if you're not necessarily applying to new jobs or anything of that sort, the fact that you're acknowledging that this is a temporary time in your life is still action to move you out of that low vibrational energy. You know, so I just very much encourage anyone who's feeling this way to acknowledge themselves, but then not necessarily go into naming all the reasons why you hate your job. You can acknowledge yourself, but then like say something like, but I know God has a bigger purpose for me, or I know the universe is working in my favor, or I know that I trust myself enough that I'm not going to keep myself in these circumstances forever. This is temporary. And this is an opportunity for me to learn whatever I'm trying to learn from this time you know? So that's the way I've been trying to think about my work circumstances. I enjoy my job again, but I'm in a position where I'm just like, you know, I earned a full-ass college degree (laughs) and I'm working in a job that I don't really see myself having a long-term future in. Although I love children and I love working with babies, it's not where I think my heart is long-term, but who knows? Anyways, but that's just the way I've been looking at things or I've just tried to take on this perspective, so maybe you will too. I don't know. Hope this helps. I also want to talk about the struggles of the in-between seasons. A lot of us are on this boat, um me included. I feel like I'm driving the fucking ship. <laughs> but yeah, I've been in an in-between season for it feels like almost nearly a year now. And I have really struggled with it for a while. I think this is really the first time in a long time where I've been able to see the other side of this and more see it in a positive way versus a way that felt like I was missing out, if that makes sense. Um, I think it can be very discouraging to watch the people around you move on and do the things that they stress set out to do and you can still like love and support them and be very happy and joyful for them while also grieve the loss of a life you thought you were going to have at the same time. And for me, I've learned that that's okay to have a balance between the two and also to feel both of those things at the same time. So if anyone's feeling that way, just know that that's completely valid. There's no rule book about how to navigate these times in your life. You're kind of just thrown into it and you don't even really realize you're in it in-between season until you have like a very defining moment where you're like, oh, shit, here I am. And for me, I used to, actually, it's not that I even used to like look at these times in my life as like a place of where I like, I'm like lacking something. It more was just like, I was so proud and happy for all my friends, but I just felt so confused as to why I like, I was doing things that were very similar to them and I was putting in just as much effort and work and I wasn't seeing the results that they were seeing. So for me, I just really felt very discouraged within what I was doing versus like me feeling jealous or envious that they were doing things. Anyways, when it comes to navigating our 20-somethings, our 30-somethings, these in-between seasons of our lives, I think there's only so much advice one could give To someone who doesn't know about your life. I could sit here and tell you to express gratitude and to hold on because that season of your life that you're waiting for is on its way to you. And although that is true, you know, that's such kind of like corny advice, if that makes sense. Like, I know I could, like, those things are very important and they are true. So like, you know, keep those things in mind. But I think there's no guidelines. There's no rule book about how to navigate life. The only thing that sticks out to me that could apply to anyone listening is one's willpower, you know, the ability to choose for yourself. And so I think the only very strong message I could give to someone would be to show up for yourself. You know, obviously you're not going to make the best decisions all the time because we're human. But with that being said, like there's something very beautiful and empowering about One's ability to choose for themselves. So be very mindful if you're overindulging in things, hold yourself accountable, practice discipline. You know, it can be really hard, but it could also be very empowering in that sense. For example, let's say you are going through a breakup or you're just maybe thinking about breaking up with someone, or maybe you're just in a relationship where you're just like, dude, like, I think I've become codependent. You know, I had a moment where I realized that at some time of my life and I started practicing discipline within myself where like instead of blowing off an activity or you know a task I was gonna do to talk to that person I chose myself and I followed through on that and in a way like that was me practicing discipline and also making a choice to show up for myself. Let's say you've been smoking or drinking a lot. Let's say you're smoking weed every single day, you know, you're overindulging in that. So like you could, you know, hold yourself accountable and be like, okay, well, at least like two days out of the week, I'm not going to smoke. And I know you're still smoking a lot of the other times, but at least like you are aware of it and you are then trying to take action to minimize, you know, the overindulgence. So. Anyways, the best advice I have for you is just to be very mindful of the choices you're making for yourself because the things you do today are going to write your future for tomorrow. And it's not going to always be perfect. You're not always going to make the right decision for yourself. That's fine. You know, it's how you learn. It's how you grow. But just keep this in mind. And it's something I have to hold myself accountable for. And I think that the decisions we make along the way can really define The kind of person you are setting yourself up to be. And also, just like really define that whole experience for yourself. Like, how do you want to look back at these times of your life? Do you want to look back at this time of your life as like, you know, you were anxious and just waiting? Or do you want to look back at this time of your life and be like, okay, yeah, I was those things, but also I was doing things in preparation for this next chapter of my life. And once you move into that chapter, you'll just thank your previous selves that you showed up for your future self. So make good decisions for yourself, hold grace. You're not always going to make the right decision, but at least you're holding some sense of awareness for your decisions. So yeah, own your shit, own your choices, try to make good decisions for yourself. If you don't, it's cool. At least you're learning. So also happy 30th episode. I totally forgot to mention that in the intro, but I just realized this is the 30th episode. So Thanks so much for the love and the support and for listening and supporting the show. It means so much. And I'm very much looking forward to our next milestone on the podcast. So yay, getting excited. Anyways, with that being said, that concludes today's episode. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I really hope you enjoyed everything we talked about today and you really took something from it. And if you didn't, then thanks for listening either way. (laughs) It means a lot to you, girl. Anyways, uh, yeah. Feel free to share this episode with a friend for any episode. It would mean a lot to you, girl. I would also love it if y'all followed the podcast on Instagram. The podcast Instagram is at the, and then it's htgpod. That's my new Instagram handle for the podcast. So make sure to follow it, shout me out, share it with a friend. Y'all already know the vibes. If you want to follow your girl, your host, that's me on Instagram. I would love that too. I kind of just do something similar where I just talk <laughs> and I rant by all my Instagram stories. So a little different. Uh, but my Instagram is at helloeliana and Eliana is spelled E-L-L-I-A-N-A. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and until next week, bye besties.